Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Interestingly, straight away, the first thing you see when you open Amazon is, is yeah. what your Amazon name is. So I always see, hello, Tom. You know, yeah. that's my name. Hi. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. says, hello, him. Well, I like to, uh, I like to move in the cover of darkness with some of the things I buy. <laughs> I'm afraid so you're about to shine name. a very bright light on that, mate. I don't want my name out there, to be honest. <laughs> Can I, shall I call you him? Call me him. For I those? mean, that would be, that would okay. be. So that is the. That is that is the voice of Mike Bubbins, which you can hear right now. Welcome along to My Mate Bought a Toaster. This week, a wonderful uh, comedy man, actor, podcaster, rugby fan, moustache wearer, 70s throwback, Twitterer. Um, what else, Mike? Anything else, Bubs, or not? Is that it? Uh, parent, wonderful son, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. loving loving father. Yes. Great. Now it's turning into a funeral. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> it's more of a eulogy than anything yeah, else, isn't it? Yeah, he was a lovely yeah. man. He's a, he well, was a nice fella. I tell you what, if you do die during this podcast, it would be great for my numbers. Like, you, you know, could be Nothing, good. Oh, make grief cells, doesn't it? Look at Princess wow, Diana. Oh, look at Carrie Ad Lloyd, mate. She's launched a whole career on death. She's wow. unbelievable. unbelievable. I mean, there's a lot of those true crime and death podcasts. They've been done to death, haven't they? Literally. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, this alive, <laughs> actual alive death yeah, it could during be a great. pod would be... Absolutely fantastic, I'd imagine. Well, hopefully you'll die of embarrassment because we'll find something horrific. Sadly, though, as I look yeah. at 2010, no orders placed in 2010. So I was late to the Amazon game. Well, no, I mean, I'm, you yeah. mentioned my retro nature. Yeah. There's some really embarrassing stuff on here, Tom. I shouldn't have given you the password. <laughs> yes, 2012. 2012. Here we go. Here we go. Olympic year. Olympic year. And uh, you talk on the biggest challenge of all, mm. microfibers that cover thinning Hair, the topic dark oh, brown. Oh, was it 2012, was it? <laughs> I've been covering my bald in paint for eight years. Yeah, and bloody hell, you went for it. Look at this. You bought it in April. You bought it in August. <laughs> <laughs> you bought it in November. Oh, you absolute swine. <laughs> yeah, I'm still buying it, and I'm still buying it. Oh, that's You know, I did a gig. I did a gig in the Glee Club in Cardiff, and uh, a mate of mine from Australia came over Yeah, and uh, saw the gig, and he said, I can't believe it, because he's, he's bald, he said, you lucky thing," he said. "Look, you got a full head of hair," <laughs> and it was because I did a, I did a recorded gig about a month before in the same venue. Yeah, and as I turned my back to the audience, and the spotlight was on the back of my head, yeah. I looked full medieval monk. I couldn't yeah. believe my my ball patch. <laughs> so I researched it quickly, found this stuff, which is I think it's just basically ground up sheep's wool with dye. It's it's bits of metal as well. The microfibers, it's are, yeah, it's, it is everything. It's a bit of roadkill, bit of pigeon, and if you it go, works to me. Well, if you go at it with a magnet, though, your entire hair will just fly oh, off. Oh yeah, I can't have an MRI done with it on. I tell you what, well, fingers crossed, you won't need one. You're just going to die during the show. We've already discussed that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, 
interestingly though you you start to tune in to men who this is happening to in the public eye because this happened to me mm. a little bit earlier than you i reckon 2010 is when i first saw a picture of me and went oh that flash is weirdly caught up my head <laughs> and nobody else yeah. you know um <laughs> that's the one yes what is, is what happens isn't it uh but I, i've noticed there's two very prominent sportsmen i've noticed it with recently who are starting to get the patch right go on who the pa- are they the I'll, I'll tell you i'll tell you one that's very obvious but t- tell me you think of it well the patch in the thatch uh andy murray Yes, definitely, hundred percent. You can see it coming through, and it fills me, Mike. I'm not going to lie to you. I've got, I've got bald Schadenfreude, absolute joy when I see it. Oh yeah, well, who hasn't got that? Yeah, and controversially, and maybe with the stress of being the captain of the best football team in the world, Jordan Henderson. Yeah, he is losing his fur, isn't he? He is. <laughs> he is, mate. He is. I noticed it see, the other day. See, Hendo's because um, obviously Rooney from the the arch rivals there yeah. has had two transplants. Yes, yeah, at least. Um, but I think he went bald very young, didn't he? I think I think if you wait till you get on a bit, you, you're more likely to get away with it. It's very cruel when it happens to people who are like 21, 22. And it annoys me it's that... cruel? Uh, they, they could be working on a coal mine in South America. Well, that's it, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> well, probably yeah. mining for microfibers, to be honest. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's where they yeah. get them from. Yeah, the herd and the sheep that make the wool that makes my hair fibers. <laughs> you're right, though. You're right. You might... You, you, well, I mean, having said that, you know, having said it doesn't yeah. really matter. This is you have bought three pots of the stuff in one year, Mike. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go too hard on the it doesn't matter line, considering you've spent significant amounts of cash, upwards of fifty pounds, on fake fibre hair. Yeah, I mean, I could easily have bought the transplant by now. I, I, I buy that stuff all the time. Well, it they, works though, even up close. It's remarkable stuff. They, you can't go swimming. You look like the eggs on Valdez. <laughs> Can you, imagine, can you imagine the wildlife nearby? You get all these... All these Seagulls getting topic washed out of them by the RSPCA. What the hell's happened? Bubs went for a little paddle. Oh, no. <laughs> well, the do. 70s look, mate, with, with, the, with the notable exception of Kojak and Yul Brynner, mm. it wasn't a look in the 70s. You can't really be... It's a hirsute look, isn't it? I've got a moustache and sideburns. Yeah. And my hair's of a length. So, yeah. I, I, yeah, but you've caught me up there with the topic. Yeah, I do use topic. I keep plugging that those buggers as well. I've never had so much as a free sprinkle off them. So that's annoying, isn't it? I, I want to be the poster boy for them at some point. That's the plan. Yeah. What like the cricket- like James Nesbitt does at that hair transplant place in Ireland. I could be the topic man. Yeah. Yeah. You really could. You'd be a, a man's man covered in microfibers. Have you? I tell you the one that on the, on the TV. Sorry to jump in there, no, mate. But Alexander Armstrong on Pointless. I mean, mm. that is a hell of a thatch. He's got a hell of a. Pate, hasn't he? I love a bit of Thatch Watch. I really do. Kevin McLeod as well. If you look at Grand Designs, you'll see. Oh, 100%. It. Oh, the decline Paddy of Paddy McGuinness. Dare we say Paddy McGuinness? Well, he's, but he gets, and genuinely, I've heard this off good good sources, he gets yeah. very, very upset about it. He's a good looking man, though, isn't he? Well, he is when he's got well, hair. He's on my top. age. He doesn't look it when he's prancing around with all the young ladies on Take Me Out. Is he weird? Oh, is he? So, see, I thought I he was. He's like about, 47, 48. Is he? Yeah. He looks about 35, I so. Mike. I know. That's what I'm saying to you. This is what I'm saying. You shouldn't be worried about it. Embrace it. Yeah, actually, talking great. Of, talking of Paddy McGuinness, that's very um, timely. Thanks for giving me a link there. That Peter K thing. There you are, four pounds eighty nine, twelfth of August, twenty twelve. There you are oh. buying uh, buying this on DVD. Love Peter K, don't you? Well, well you're a comic. I'm a comic. There's, there is a certain amount of snobbery and jealousy in, in comedy, like in any other profession, right? And, and I think yeah. it became quite fashionable at one point to have a go, Peter K. Yeah, I think Peter K is a flipping comedy genius. I think yeah. he's a brilliant actor. I think he's a great writer. I think he's a brilliant stand up. 
And uh, I'm prepared to die on that cross, Tom. Mm, you don't need to die. You don't need, can we stop talking about your demise? I think oh, like yeah, sorry. Yeah. A dark twist. No, he's actually, at least I'll die with a full head of hair. Look yeah. at the bright side. <laughs> <clears throat> um, yeah, I'll tell you what, though. If they cremate you with that stuff, with those microfibers on your hair. Whoosh. Oh, stand back. Honestly, oh, it'd be like, be like one of those, uh, those uh, safety films that the fire, the fire service come into primary schools to talk about. <laughs> When burning a bubbins. No, um, yeah, so the Peter Kay I thing- like a Viking barrier, like fire with flame, flame and arrow in the middle of the taff. <laughs> that would be a great way to go. That would be a I'd great to way it. to go around the side of the Arms Park, which it still is. I'm not I'm not buying any of this principle. Good lad. I, yeah, I always call it that as well. Arms Park. Um, that is the Welsh, of course, the Welsh Rugby Stadium in Cardiff, which we're talking about there. Um, yeah, mm. Peter Kay, absolute genius. There's often a bit of snobbery in comedy. It's a class thing as well, Mike. He didn't he didn't go to it Oxbridge. Is, he can't be funny because he's not being silly about words. But no, when you exactly. watch that guy doing stand-up, forget his sketches and sitcoms, which are also triumphant, when you just watch him doing stand-up and holding the audience and looking at them with that little smile on his face, him and Billy Connolly, there's not many other people who can do that. They really aren't. Well, you've named my two of my, yeah, probably my top five there. Yeah. Yeah. I just watched Billy Connolly the other day, that audience with from like 1987, was it 86? It's bang, 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 What bang, bang. a masterclass. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Yeah, but Peter Kay, one of the criticisms of him was that um, he just he just talks about things that everyone knows about. Yeah. You go and do it then, pal. You go and do that then. Yeah. So you get on. It turns out it's really hard observing things. <laughs> Yeah. You wouldn't have thought that. You wouldn't have thought that. Yeah, it's all about the delivery, mate. All um, about delivery. All right, 2012 then. Let's put that aside. We'll mm. jump into 2013. Uh, we've bought the Topic Hair Balding <laughs> Building Fibre Dark Brand. We bought the Topic Hair Building Fibre Dark Brand. So 50 grams bought in uh, mm. in 2013. <coughs> mm. um, Ra Ra Tomi, the Roaring Ra Ra Lion here on the 17th of December 2013. Small children. My, my little girl would have been uh, one year old then, so Aww. I bought a Ra Ra the Lion, yeah. Do you remember the theme tune to Ra Ra? It's one of those I don't remember, actually. Um, Do you want me to... I mean, yeah, if, if I could mind. sing it, you could el- you could Elvisify it. Go on. So it, it, go? goes, it goes, Ra Ra, you are a noisy little lion. Ra Ra. Ra Ra, you are a noisy little lion. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't... <laughs> It's gorgeous. It, think yeah. about Rara. It's on CBBS, and it yeah. is the first. No, it was certainly when my kids were little. Either the first or second show up in the morning. So it was on about yeah. six, five past six. So if it's you were watching it. anyone who's into Rara, I know their kids yeah. don't sleep. And that, well, that particular toy, which we've still got, if you push his head down, like a concertina effect, he will go back to full size, making a very loud roar on the way up. Oh, lovely. That's yeah. Lovely. yeah, yeah, nice, yeah. That, yeah. Do you are you are you hoarding the the kids' toys much like we do with their teeth? Are you doing one? Are you one of those I'm, parents? I'm so sentimental. I'm such a nostalgic person. Yeah. yeah, that I have to go through the charity bags that my wife wants me to take to the shop. Yeah, and and donate and take all the stuff out <laughs> that has anything to do with the kids. Yeah, so I got like old wellies, cardigans, t-shirts. Oh, but I got know- a big box in the in in the in the loft of. Uh, just the kids' clothes. Every car they've ever sent me, every little bit of scribble they've done. Yeah, yeah. Is in a separate box, but yeah, the clothes. It's mm. it's it's the um. Well, I mean, you're making problems for them in the future because my mum's done the same thing. Oh, like, yeah. I go into her bungalow in South Wales, and it's oh god, boxes and boxes of. I mean, it's just you know. I mean, I'm not one of these people you see on like um, some documentary who's got issues. You have to crawl over like bin bags to get to the living room. So it's all. Yeah. Neatly away in in the attic in, in the in the yeah. eaves yeah. of the loft conversion. Yeah, it's very important that we hide our shit, isn't it? 
That's the oh, important yeah. thing. We've got, I've got the problems, you know, I've got the hoarding needs, but I don't want the world to know until I talk about it on a podcast, I suppose. No, no, no. I, I like things to be quite minimalistic as far as uh, when people in, turn up at my house and go, oh, this is nice. Have we got kids? God, this place is really empty. Mm. And then upstairs, hidden away, is all the stuff, Tom. Yes, clever, clever. Stuff. Including the kids, or are the kids allowed to roam free? I usually put, leave the kids next door if we got guests. <laughs> it's been unoccupied for a couple of years, so it's ideal. Get in there. Shut up. You're <laughs> scared, Dad. Shut up. Um, so was your little girl not a good sleeper? Just because I'm, I'm, te- I'm, I'm, I'm extrapolating she, a lot from Rara there. But I tell you what she is, is what he, some kids are a bundle of energy, right? Mm. She doesn't need, and it sounds weird to say, she just doesn't need more than eight hours sleep, and she never has done. Thatcher, I mean, mate. She's a Thatcher. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, she could do with a nap and, and in, in the middle of the afternoon and then invade the Falkland Islands. But I mean, she's... <laughs> It's crazy, pal. Honestly, she she goes to bed at like eight o'clock and then she will play and read and be a pain in the ass until about 10. Yeah. Even though we keep going up there saying, you need to go to bed now. Go to bed now. Go to bed now. Go to bed now. Yeah. And then she's up at 5.30 still. <gasps> Every day? Yeah. Shit. And, and she'll I, say, she, she's old enough now that we, she can say, can I go downstairs and read a book, Dad? Yeah, please. How please old is she now? Eight. She's the same as my mate. She's exact. My my. Is she your eldest or is she your youngest? She's the youngest. So you've got exactly the same. My my eldest. He's eight. And um, in fact, I noticed in 2012. Yes, of course she's eight. 2012. You bought uh, colic uh, drops, which mm. a- make absolutely no difference at all. Zero. Because you're desperate. You're desperate. My eldest has colic, and he goes. To, I mean, what you just said. He will go to bed about 8:30. He'll piss around. He'll he'll yeah, wake his brother up. Piss around. Yeah. Fidget fidget and fadget. And then he gets up at quarter to six every morning. This is her brother, her poor brother's exhausted in the morning. Like eyes, like bags under his eyes, looks naked because she's yeah. kept him up until God knows when. Yeah, yeah but he's yeah. like a normal kid. He needs like ten or twelve hours. Not he can't get by on seven hours. How do we make these little kids? Because I am, I am one of the world's greatest sleepers. I'm a light sleeper, Tom. Are you? I I very rarely go to bed before like two a.m. and I very rarely sleep after seven. I I, I have oh, five or six Mike. hours a night. Yeah. Oh, Mike, that is I why I enjoy that. But you're so prolific on. So every morning I wake up and there's two things I check up on: what Donald mm. Trump's been doing on Twitter, and then I'll see a load of yeah. bub stuff on Facebook and and Twitter and Instagram because yeah, you yeah. tweet late into the night. I do, I do. I'm I'm a useless. But I mean, I I wouldn't want to sit down and work out how much time I've wasted on social media in the last ten years. Because <laughs> that's what it is. Let's not kid ourselves. I know. And you is. always tell yourself. I don't know if you do the same thing. Because you're self-employed. The thing is, it's for work. It's my profile, mate. It's my profile. It's not work. Elvis managed quite well without it, I thought, so I remember. <laughs> oh, it's so true. So true. <laughs> it's for work, and, mate. And also, there's there's no... Yes, I'm working. I'm working really hard. Uh, kids, daddy's working. He's, yeah, excuse like me, he's staring at his phone, getting angry with the WRU. No! <laughs> On the contrary. That institution. Oh, God. This is that was, a, that's ongoing. That come is, on, we should. Let's, can we can we quickly pick up on this? Mike has been in an argument with the Welsh Rugby Union, yeah, because they're not letting your kids play rugby. Not, not letting kids play. This is the problem. Yeah, go yeah. against government guidelines, and then I just I don't know. I, I I don't know how this is. This is one of the, the weird quandaries of life, Tom. I don't want to go too deep and philosophical on a on a, on a podcast. Yeah, podcasts are not shopping. for that at all. Yeah, come on. Yeah, no, no but no. shopping's just um, the starting point, mate. Come on. What? How did we end up being ruled by the liars, the dweebs, and and the weak? It doesn't make any sense. I mean, that's not that isn't because mm. they it goes, they, it goes against nature, doesn't it? When they were climbing the greasy pole, they weren't pissing around on Twitter at midnight. 
trying yeah, to maybe. trying to get in touch with their favourite American footballer. They were right, going to yeah, bed maybe. getting rest and then starting the next day. Winners, mate. That's the problem. Yeah, that's. I don't think they are winners, though, are they? Do you no, think they're, they're winners? winners. Well, they've won power. That's, that's all they've won. But they're going to lose it. There's a lot of people who are going to lose it, man. Yeah, I mean, we won't get on party po- politics, but um, no. I just think they're pretty much a shambles all over, aren't they? I'm a big believer in dictators myself. <laughs> there you go. I'm not just any old dictator, me. Let's be honest. Talk- <laughs> I-, I would love to have f- f- carte blanche to do all I want to do. Yeah, yeah. Completely. A different world out there, Tom, but a better world. Yeah. You're listening to My Mate Bought a Toaster with Mike Pinochet. Bom, bom, mate. Okay, Mike, let's jump on to 2015 now. Um, okay. See what we've got here in 2015, all sorts of stuff. Obviously, we've got, oh, look at this, the Chic Concentrated Cologne Spray, December 2015. Chic. Mm. Wow. That must have been one of my wife's purchases. Is that, is, that, is that a female fragrance? Or no, a male it's fragrance? male, mate. That's absolutely male. She must, have, she must have brought it for the man in her life. I don't want to... <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Oops. I mean, she's... She did smell great for a, for a short period of that, in that year. <laughs> well, let's go back to the beginning of that year, January, yeah, January 2015. Mm. Now, I think something's, something's going <clears throat> on here. Look, February 2015, we've mentioned the 70s once or twice, and anyone who follows Mike on social media will have seen pictures of his living room, and they'll include uh, the beige chocolate brown retro plain circles heavy Chanel curtains. Uh, oh, yeah. And these great are, curtains, you've spent 150 quid on 70s curtains here, Mike. They're beautiful um, curtains, though. So you get what you pay for with curtains, Tom. Well, yeah, I can see that. 150 quid. They must be That's wonderful. not that bad for curtains. It's only for one one small bay window, but I mean, mm, mm. you know. So is this was this, a, was this a, a sort of concerted effort to 70s-ify your sitting room? What what went on, please? Yeah, exactly that, really. I, I've, do you know, I, I thought it was a fairly new thing, but when I look back at it, I've always been quite obsessed with, with the 1970s. Mm. Uh, but it's only when I've got a bit older that I felt confident enough to embrace that. Mm. Like, I don't care. There was, there was a time when I, I wore, like, I would wear, like, flares in university, and I'd, or I'd wear, you know, but I, but I felt self-conscious. Like I would sort of dress it up as the fact that I was doing fancy dress. Yes. On my right. stag night, I grew a big, I grew a big moustache and a 70s-themed fancy, fancy dress mm. stag, when really I wanted a dress like that and it not be a fancy dress, not a stag. I mean, there are parallels so, uh, here with someone who who wants to, you know, t- transition. You just transitioned to the nineteen seventies. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd identified with it for a while, yeah. but I fully transitioned about well six or seven years ago. Yeah, and the moustache. I just thought, well, you know, I like the moustache. I'm not going to grow it for a laugh. I'm just going to grow it because I like the moustache. It's it's really interesting because I see pictures of you that you share of, of earlier on when you mm. weren't that person, and I know that mm. inside, that, you know, you just wanted to put some flares on. Person to get out. And tell the world, you know, and uh, g- genuinely, on a serious note, has it made you, do you feel kind of, now you've found yourself, you, you know, you found yourself in 1975 or wherever it is you've gone to, whichever year it yeah. is. Do you feel happy? Does it make you feel very content? And, and I do. I, I, I've never thought of the transition thing before. That's a very good analogy, Tom. That is, I do feel like this is what I should be doing. This is what, this is who I am. So I will happily wear like Paisley cord flares on the school run now. I will, I will happily, you know, I basically just watch Kojak and I watch... Minder and the professionals, and I watch Rocket Files, and they love that. That's why I'm not doing it in a in a ironic way or in a, in a funny way. That's what I like to do. So yeah. this is who I am. And if you don't like it, you know what you can do, Tom, don't you? You can, you can, you can probably, you can probably naff off. 
Yeah, you can just keep keep on with your life, and yeah, I'll just, I mean, yeah. it, I mean, it won't change your life in the slightest. But if you don't like it, you don't like it, do you? I really, I really approve of it. I just think that, and I know what you mean about you get to love your decade as you get a bit older. I've done it with the nineties. You know, mm. the, the the ace of base tattoo. Some people mock it, but those guys are no, pricks. You're happy. Pricks. I'm very happy with it. I'm very happy with it. I think the Cortina was the turning point. I bought the car. Ah. Once you've got a car, you can't really. That's not fancy dress. No. You can't fob that off. Once you're driving around the 1973 Cortina, oh yeah, then you, you're your heart's on your sleeve, then, isn't it? Yeah, you haven't bought that for a laugh. You haven't bought that for a fancy dress party. You've committed now. You committed. That's a mortgage on wheels. From the Cortina, everything else blossomed. So the the, the wardrobe, the house, the house was the sort of um, the culmination of that. Yeah, of my transition. Luckily, my wife is very supportive. Like one of those wives that their husbands come back and start wearing their knickers and their suspenders. And they said, I, I haven't lost a husband. I've, I've, I've gained a best friend. And they always look like they're secretly devastated by that, by the way. Um, they're smiling through the tears, aren't they? I mean, I love Jack, but I, I equally love Jackie. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> You didn't marry Jackie, oh, did you? God. Are you? Are you blinking away tears? Yeah, they're of joy. They're of joy. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. so happy for him and myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, if anything, I didn't realise. Kelly's like one of those wives now. Yeah, poor Kelly. Poor Kelly. Kelly's a wife who I suspect doesn't love the seventies. <laughs> but <laughs> she's got no choice. She's got no choice at all. But will wear paisley and big hair, and yeah, if she cries, she cries on her own. I, I don't hear it. <laughs> well, you're a 70s man. You don't want to get in touch with emotions. Not your problem. I did, if right. I did hear it, that's her problem. <laughs> well, that's not. I'm, I am I am quite in touch with my feelings for a 70s man. You are, mate. I know. I think a lot of 70s men were. I watched Kojak yesterday. Yeah. At the end of Kojak, it, Kojak's brilliant if you haven't seen it. Um, so Crocker's is sort of uh, is the bloke that he screams at all the time. Right. And at the end of it, uh, Kojak had balled out Crocker earlier on in, in, in the episode. And at the end, there's a detective who's died. Mm. And... Kojak, in a, in a, and it's one that Telly Savalas directed himself as well. Oh, yeah. He says, Crocker. Crocker looks at him. He says, uh, about bawling you out in, earlier, he says, you know I love you, right, kid? You know I love you. I was like, oh, God, that was 1974 in America. Yeah. That's, that's a man telling another man that he loves him. I thought, this is this wow. is what Kojak, Telly Savalas is the epitome of 70s cool. Yeah. What's that thing about Telly Savalas? Uh, or maybe it's not him. Who, who's the one who does the bit about Birmingham that did the rounds? Telly Savalas. That was him, wasn't it? It was an incredible. My kind of town. <laughs> there was this incredible promotion video for Birmingham. And he in did the Portsmouth, I think. He did Portsmouth, Birmingham, Coventry, I think, because he did three. <laughs> well, three of our greatest cities, to be fair. But you just know that he was sat in a, in a recording studio in Los Angeles. He'd never set foot in, in, the, in the West Midlands, I would have thought. Yeah, I suspect he may have done that for cash. I suspect they may have paid him. How uh, dare you? I don't know, mate. I just don't think he was actually had much of a connection. What a dresser. What a dresser. Do you know, though, in his, when he became uh, famous, he, and he uses the Greek theme a lot in Kojak, mm. he speaks Greek in certain episodes, and there's always a bit of Greek music in there as well. Yeah. Um, he, the, his ancestral home, one of the islands in, the, in one of the Greek archipelago that his family from originally, yeah. had no electricity. It was very, so it was too expensive to put electricity on the island. Okay. So Telly Savalas paid to electrify the island, to bring electricity oh. to his ancestral homeland. Really? So they could watch Kojak? So they could watch Kojak and buy all the merch. <laughs> you can have electricity, but you can only use it for this. Yeah. How good is that, though? That's amazing. Uh, and he it- had his own, when he stayed, he, he lived like 15 or 20 years in this hotel in, um, in Los Angeles. Mm. 
and just drank in the same bar every night. Wow. And they ended up changing the name of it to just, just called Telly's Bar. And it still is called Telly's Bar. I've got to go there for a drink at some point. Oh, my God. You really have. That's a pilgrimage you've got to do, Mike. Yeah, yeah. So there we go. My so goodness. I'm 70s, and if you're real 70s, you're not you're not an Alf Garnet. You're you're a Telly yeah. Savalas. Absolutely. Okay. All right, Telly. Um, talking of Telly, you've got a very tiny Telly here. The mm. Google Cardboard Headset 3D Virtual Reality VR goggles oh, for an Android what a, phone. What a waste of cash that uh, was. They are crap. Do you know, like VR was a big thing. Like, the, um, like Sky Sports went 3D. That was a that was a bust as usual. Oh, that was a disaster, wasn't it? Disaster. Didn't give you a headache. And then and then like 3D stuff came in. Mm. And I'll be honest, Tom, less we're, we're, we're amongst friends. There's no one's going to hear this. Yeah, absolutely. God knows. I'd seen name. 3D porn. Ah, uh, now I, I've... And I thought I'd give this a whirl. Well, I've heard my friend Justin does this. He's, he's watched 3D porn a few times, and I've said, what happens if you turn around? Do you see, like, the cameraman and the guy with the... <laughs> <boot?"> just, <laughs> Your wife's <laughs> giving you just a withering look. <laughs> so, yeah, got, so 3D porn. Tell us about 3D porn. Well, it never worked. It didn't work from the day I bought it. I, I, I didn't want to invest in the big sort of £100-plus headset. No, it's a tricky. It's a tricky sell if uh, your wife's because like. I'm not What's really that, that. I'm not really that into it, you know. I, I was just intrigued, so I, I bought the cardboard version, which was about how much was it? It was five pounds twenty-eight, Mike. I thought it's a fiver, isn't it? More or less. I'm like, you know, might crack one off worth a fiver. <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine <laughs> Kelly walking in? You're fucking seeing it with your cardboard with, with a cardboard <laughs> box strapped to your face, <laughs> masturbating. <laughs> as you just bits bits of microfibers flying off your hair yeah yeah <laughs> Brilliant. I can explain everything <laughs> can you no I'm Tilly Steele and I'm Helen Monk and this is Bitchin I'm dyslexic yeah why do you read the Wikipedia <laughs> It's good to practice. A podcast where every week we talk about a different person. So how old was you when you first popped on the scene? That's a great If you say he was my age, I'm going (laughs) to fucking die. And we veer wildly off track. Pop that Prosec. (laughs) Available on all your podcast apps. That's not right. Uh, Can you not say er in the advert? (laughs) Available on all your podcast platforms. Just search Bitchin or Great Big Owl. We'll see you there. That was all right. (laughs) I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, I bought so many embarrassing things. and a what else have we got in 2016 before we move on? I mean, there's some pretty exciting, sexy stuff. The Vax Genuine Filter Kit for a vacuum. No messing around. Mm, yeah, see you later, Dust. There's a lot of dust. Of I mean, there's a lot what, of dust what, in your house, mate, and we know why. I tell you what, mate, it's not, it's not the filter. What, what they don't tell you when you buy, like, a, a cordless vacuum cleaner mm. is the battery lasts about three months. Yeah. It ends up, like, you, you just, you go... You go over the same piece of fluff about nine times and then just pick it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the thing I do with my Dyson, which is a complete heap of shit and I'll never 
buy anything Dyson ever again, unless they want to no. sponsor the podcast, which yeah, case cool. I absolutely love them and think they're new Singapore. Yeah, yeah, and I love sweatshops. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And who cares about tax? Uh, tax? Um, uh, no, the thing I uh, do with my Dyson, it, you get it and, it, and then the battery dies, and then the thing you've hoovered, right? For example, I spilled a vitamin thing the other day, a load of vitamin tablets on the floor, so I had to hoover sure them up before the dog got high on vitamin D. Yeah. And I hoover them up, and then you switch, and then the battery dies, and they all vomit back out. Yeah. Of the, so then you, basically what you do is you go, and then quickly before the battery goes, lift up the hoover, put your hand out and let the hoover vomit vitamin D tablets into your hand. That's how it works for me. Well, yeah, well, at the end, at the end of mine, I would, I would turn it upside down and shake it <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that all yeah. the bits of dust would fall into the into yeah. the collection tank. What a load of shit. There's got to be a better way of doing this. Why do we buy this shit? Um, 21st of December 2016. Ah, he's bought the light personal use shredder. Um... Now that was for my that was for my mother in law. Oh, okay. Because like like a lot of women and men that age, mm. she suddenly became very very worried about identity theft. Yes, yes. And uh, I don't know what it is with old people and shredders. <laughs> my mum's got one as well. My mum's got one oh, as well. Oh my god! It's it so true. That's it. What like what what are they going to steal? What are they going to nick off you? Boxes of shoes that belonged oh. to your kids forty years ago. Oh my god! Yeah, so that was that was a gift. It's so true because also the idea of identity theft to them it is physical papers, and you're like, no, oh yeah, no, they're going to go online and get. Sorry, what you yeah. think they're going to go through your bins and get your postcode and your first <laughs> line of your address? The fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, a lot of Russian gangsters walking down a. a- yeah. Middle of an estate in Swansea, yeah. go through the bins on a Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tuesday is oh, wrong day. Wednesday is recycling. Oh, shit. Back to Premier yes. Inn. Yes. Check all things that say Lloyd's Bank. <laughs> it's insane. It's insane. Rinse her pension. Um, okay. Uh, so we've got shredders. We've got some <clears throat> kids stuff. We always tend to skip over the kids stuff. I mean, which is possibly a shame. Maybe it's not. But, you know, you're talking... Um, Secret Life of Pets DVD, Mr. Tumble, Textured Spotty Bag. Oh, uh, lovely. It's, all just, it's all just lovely stuff. Any kid stuff is just lovely. Great. Three- Mr. Tumble's great for kids as well. Justin like, Fletcher, what a guy. What a guy. Yeah, and when I was a kid, you did, there was nothing for like uh, uh, kids with, with with learning difficulties, none of the kids with disabilities, none of the, none of the, there was, you, didn't, you didn't see those kids on TV. You, 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 you weren't really aware of it. And I think that's where a lot of... Yeah. This is getting deep again now, but I think a lot of, uh, like most things, ignorance breeds um, intolerance, doesn't it? Yeah. Because of, because of that, programs like that. Amazing. My, my kids don't bat an eyelid about any, any of that stuff. I know. It's incredible. It's great. After the, um, after the Paralympics, they, yeah. uh, you know, the, so the, especially in 2012, a whole generation of kids just went, well, yeah, you do this, do the Olympics, then the Paralympics. Yeah, superb, it's, isn't it? It's what brilliant. It is. It's, it's absolutely brilliant. And well, we- my kids will describe a presenter, and they'll be trying to describe him. And I said, the Scottish one, Dad. I said, which, which one? He's got, like, short hair. He's got, he's, he does, he does uh, the news round. I said, like, um, um. And I thought, you mean the one in the wheelchair? They went, yeah. that's him, yeah. I thought, you didn't, didn't think to mention that at any yeah. point. Yeah, didn't, they didn't say the bloke in the wheelchair, which which I would have done. Our generation would totally say that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah that's great. Okay, Mike Bobbins, it is time to go into 2017 now. Um, there's going to be, I don't know. I'm just going to guess. There's going to be stuff for kids. Yeah, sure. But there's also hair exciting stuff. hair stuff. There's going to be a 10 meter high quality gold plated uh, phono to phono. That's male to male RCA cable. Lovely cable buying there for early January. Yeah, you've got to. You can't mess around with cables, mate. You've got to get the good stuff. Get the gold. Get the gold plate. That was for, to set up the projector in my uh, in my bar, which I'm currently sat in. Oh yes, of course. Now, Mike Bubbins, famously, uh, really, he should be called Mike Pubbins because. Oh, come beautiful. on, come on. 
That's, that's why you make the big bucks. That Come is on. literally the first time anyone said that joke as well. I know that for a yeah. fact. Um, you've you built your own bar. When did you do this? 2010. Right. Established in 2010, the bar was. Oh, Bubba's Bar and Grill. Oh. A 70s themed, 70s style, very much based on pubs like the Winchester and Minder. Yes. In my back garden oh, with a projector where I can come in here and watch, uh, watch sports, watch Kojak, watch whatever I want to watch. I mean, it's basically, it's time travel. It's a bit like Goodnight Sweetheart. You walk down the garden. Yeah, it is just like that. Yeah. Alice James, friend of ours, describes it as his favourite pub in the country. <laughs> it is like walking back in the 70s. And I don't, I don't smoke, but friends of mine who do smoke, um, I'll say, I'll say, where are you going? I got outside. I said, what for? Oh. A cigarette. I said, we can have a cigarette in here if you want. And they, and they stand there with their, their pint mug with a proper handle on it, drinking a proper beer, Smoking with fire. an ashtray, a proper oh. ashtray, having a drink, watching, you know, watching Minder, sat in my in my bar, loving it, loving I'm, life. I'm, I'm just, I'm so jealous of every part of this. Oh, no. Can I come and see it? Open door, mate. Whenever you want mate, open door. Mate, I really will. I really, I mean, it's obviously it. not during the lockdown. It's not an open door. <laughs> no. Well, it just come at night time. Okay, I'll sneak in at night time. Good. Well, for you, it's the middle of the day, isn't it? That's when you're up there. That's when you're at your, your peak bobbins. Um, here we go. 24th of March, 2017. Do not first before you walk in. Uh, yeah, <laughs> clearly. And then wait. Yes, I got the cardboard on. <laughs> Six or seven. One second. One... <laughs> I got the cardboard on. <laughs> what you want to do with that cardboard, uh, the Wank VR yeah. set, is, is just is just draw in a Sharpie just your eyes on the front of the cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> you can look at it. Imagine that in school when, you, when you're supposed to be revising. Uh, there you go, mate. There you go. Yeah. Um, look at this. Oh, March 2017. This is great. This is an image right now. No one so, is going to leave this podcast come on. without this image in their heads. You bastard. What is it? <laughs> Speedo Men's Essential Classic Aqua Shorts. Black, 38-inch. Congratulations. Thank you. So do you want to take us through your Speedos? you got some? Are they very... Mate, uh, you know what? Those, they're yeah. not even... Those are the shorts, which are like hot pants. Yeah. But I also own two pairs of what I call proper speedos. Oh, go on. Which are the the proper cut? You know what I mean? The the the, the budgie smugglers. The Aussies, the Aussies call them. Yeah, 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 yeah. You- Anyone who wears swim shorts instead of those is an idiot, and that's a fact because you, you're doing that for somebody else, not for yourself. Mm. When all your when your uh, when your bits and bobs are, are cradled, comforted in those, <laughs> you'll never go back to loose shorts. Like I I don't yeah I don't yeah. Tr- I don't hold any truck with them. Baggy, baggy shorts. You, you basically any baggy shorts. You, you're storing the, you know, you're storing the crown jewels in a mm. vast cathedral, aren't you? And actually, yeah. they want to be in a little, in a little ball jar. Yeah. No, ball bra. Even they want to be properly nestled and tucked right in. But well, you and I did a did a sitcom in in Wales called Tourist Trap. Oh yeah, you wore them, didn't you? Or you, I know you wore lycra, didn't you? In that? No, no. Well, that's that was a different scene. There's a scene where my character is supposed to be suntanning. So the director said to me the day before, would you mind wearing swim shorts tomorrow? I said, what for? Well, there's a scene when your character's going to be in a, in a mobile tanning booth. And then your, your wife glimpses your shoulders and asks where you are and, and you're, you're in. I said, okay, yeah. I said, it'd be funnier if I'm in Speedos. I said, I've got a pair and then the house I'll bring them in. Oh. He said, would you mind? Wearing? I said, no, I'm, I'm, I'm offering it. I'm offering the information. Yeah. I said, it'd be funnier again if I drop the phone <laughs> and then I just have to squat down and pick it up wearing the Speedo. <laughs> He said, yeah, but the, the van will be the other side of the car park. I said, I'll run in from the van across the car park and I'll bound into the office wearing the Speedos. 
Uh, and that's what we did. There's very few places of work where you can say, if you need me to, I'll wear the Speedos in tomorrow. I mean... What? It's so funny, that scene. It's if brilliant. I say so myself. No, you're allowed to say so because it is. Because the way they shot it as well. I mean, uh, if we can tear down the fourth wall a minute, Tom, there's, we did various angles of this shot. Oh, God help us. But one where I bound through the door, and at the time, I'm, I'm, I'm in better nick than I was now, but I was pushing 20 stone at the time. Right. And I reckon my cock and balls would have been no more than four inches away from a young lady's nose <laughs> who was sat down at, 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 at like cock and balls level. And it was her face was just brilliant. <laughs> oh God, so good. Did she ever look at you in the eye ever again? No, <laughs> she. I mean, she looked generally unsettled by it. Um, a little bit. But too you know what, mate? On the back of that, I mean, I, I became a huge hit with with uh, in the homosexual underground and the overground as well. Mm, mm. Uh, I oh, didn't yeah. realise that bears and, and otters and these things existed. Oh, they're full wombles now. They're underground and overground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're wombling free as well they because really they... Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm a big hit with the, in, the, in the gay world. Yeah, I don't no. blame them. Are you and a bear I, then? Does that mean, is that right? I think I am. I don't really know. I think I'm a bear. I think because I'm a big, hairy man. Yeah. Now that I've lost the belly, yes. I think I'm more of an otter now because I'm, I'm still got the bit of the hair and I'm still very broad-shouldered. Is that right? I'm not as fat, but... It's good to know that if I ever did uh, venture down the path of homosexuality, mm, there's options. The, the size is not a problem. You know exactly. I've still got this. I've still got the good looks. I got the blue eyes. I got. I got. You know. Yeah. I'm fairly well endowed in the penis area. Not that that makes a big difference. <laughs> but it doesn't matter how fat I get. They can't get enough of it. Yeah. Yeah, it is good to know. It's very relaxing to know that's there, isn't it? It's like having it's a it's know. like having a fallback, isn't it? It's like when you know when you become exactly. an actor or a comedian, you've also got to train as a vet. You've you exactly. Know. You've it's, got, a, it's a safety uh, blanket. I've it, always got the gay... You've got a gay safety gay net. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good news. It's good news. Yeah. It's not good news for them because, you know, well, you're just, you're hideous. But, you know, for... Well, yeah, yeah. Quite right. <laughs> um, 17th of July, 2017, a set of four pairs of motorcycle padded foam glasses. What's going on here? Well, I ride a Harley-Davidson, amongst other things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wear an open-faced helmet. Yeah. Which means you haven't got a visor on there. There's no, you know, your face is open to the elements, as the name would suggest. Yeah, so was, I yeah. bought, the problem with that is you you wear sort of sunglasses, but grit can get underneath the sunglasses and flies and mosquitoes and bits of bobs. So you buy uh, shades that have got like a foam ring. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Because I broke my nose playing rugby. They, there's never, they're never a particularly good fit. So I just ditched them in the end and just stuck with the sunglasses. How many times have you broken your nose? Are you one of those rugbyists who's broken his nose nine times, or was it just the once? I've broken it once, Ugh. but I've broken lots of bones. Have you? Just my nose. Have you? Yeah. You're such a man's man. I go man. from top like, to bottom. Yeah, I got, if I go just breaks, I broke my nose, mm. broke my collarbone. Yeah. I broke a couple of ribs. I broke most of my hand bones and my thumb. Ow, all, all rugby? Most, and most of my fingers, yeah. yeah. I've broken my... Both bones in my lower leg. Mm. Um, that's if it breaks. Wow. And then there's been like, I've detached my biceps. I've, oh. I've. Uh, What's the most my, painful one then? Um, probably the bicep, to be honest. I, 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 um, yeah. So a, a detached bicep means where your bicep joins your lower arm, just below your elbow. Mm. And mine snapped off there. Oh. And ended up because I had big arms anyway. Right. All that muscle ended up basically tucked under my shoulder. Oh. 
that was a bit of a bugger. Oh, that is, yeah. yeah. I also got my ear kicked off playing rugby and I had to get stitched up on the side of the pitch. That was quite painful. It's still, it's a good game though, so it's worth it, isn't it? I mean, my son plays it, you know. <laughs> my you, daughter's you, about to start playing. Have you told them just how, how many injuries you've had or are you keeping that under wraps for now? No, they know, it's fine. It's, it's life, isn't it? We had a teacher who used to say it's only pain. It's only pain. Pain's temporary, isn't it? Mm. Glory is permanent. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. God, it's a good approach. I'm just a massive coward. I was great at touch rugby, and then it got full contact. When you go from touch rugby to tackle rugby, when they get to about nine years of age, there is a there's a big drop off. Bye bye. All the best. What's that? Golf. Yep. Between the kids, the kids are called the kids are called tennis kids, and what are called, <laughs> called real kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tennis kid through and through, mate. We like to listen to toast, and we're not the kind who would boast. Even in spite of the host, we still like to listen to Toast. La, 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 um, look at this. Boxing Day 2017. Uh, appropriately enough, you've bought the gym diary. Someone's had a heavy Christmas in 2017, and they've bought a diary to get down the gym. Yes? I did. The number of false starts I had with that gym diary. Oh, yeah. And I finally, uh, what are we at now? Eight weeks ago, I finally got back into it. Well, using, yeah, last I'm two using, years. Well, it's it's a, it's the second one of those that I've bought. You'll see if, if you if you scroll forward, but that one was okay. sporadically filled in. Yeah, I kept doing like eight week plans where, where I'd be in eight weeks. Right, I would get to the end of the third day of the first week, and then go on a massive bender, <laughs> and then I'd take about three weeks off and then start again. And I kept having these eight week plans. Yeah, every sort of two or three weeks. Is it a diary you plan to publish? Uh, it's very dry, to be honest. In a sort it's of Alan real. Clark way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my, it's like a, like the Hitler diaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But these will be real. But real. Yeah. It's, it's it's boring, mate. It's just just poundages and it's reps and wet. It's not like my wife's been keeping a diary since she was twelve. It's oh. not like it's not like an actual diary. Proper diary. So has she I mean, has she actually kept a diary? Has she got the day that she met you in her diary? Oh yeah. Oh my God! I'm go on. Tell us what happens. I mean, obviously, I don't want to read your wife's diary, but I don't read her diaries. I don't know. She's just there. Oh, but oh, that's they're just... all they're all kept. She buys every year. A mother buys her a, a really nice diary, or a sister buys her a really nice diary. Yeah, and she's been filling those in. For, she got them all upstairs. Oh, she's gonna I don't go through them. I'm not a bloody psychopath. No, obviously, obviously, I wasn't expecting you to go through them. No, you've not been tempted. You never thought she like, was going to bin them about ten, about uh, two or three years ago. She was going to bin all the older ones. Why? I said, "What are you doing? Why would you make space?" And I said. Make space. It just it, they don't take up much space. You can't bin your diary. God, she's she's trying to throw everything away, isn't she? Your wife. But, yeah, but what do I want to see stuff when I was thirteen for? Because it's flipping interesting. That's why. Wish I kept my Green Jill diary from nineteen eighty six. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That would have been a read. Me trying to get my leg over and failing regularly. <laughs> that's basically that's the problem with the because there's a show on Channel Four, My Teenage Diaries, and it would just be a series of me Mine be failing. Terrible. It would just be me failing and masturbating. Might have been trying to get different ways to get rid of my spots. Yeah, yeah. And then not getting a shag. Yeah, and now here's the news. Awful. It's a terrible <laughs> listen. It's a terrible listen. Very similar to yeah. Mike's gym diary. Coming soon yeah. from Penguin. Exactly. Um, uh, all right, 2018. Here we are having a look around 2018 now. A um, yeah. few bits and bobs here. Bought yourself a projector. Nice, like to watch movies. Project- oh, that's for your. Sh- that's for the that's pubbins, for the- isn't it? Yeah. 
yeah, that's the new one. Yeah, because the old one was the bulb was getting old, and I thought, well, by the time I, I bought a new bulb for an old projector, I might as well just buy a new projector. Very nice, very nice. Okay, uh, we've gone for the ultra, and again, this is in November 2018. So towards the end of the year, you tend right. to turn towards fitness things. The Ultra Sport F Bike Home Trainer with hand pulse sensors. That has been an absolute godsend recently, is it? because every day for the past eight weeks, solidly, I've set that very same bike up in front of my TV yeah. and watched Kojak. And I've lost best part of three stones. Have you? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That is impressive. That so is that's impressive. what you need to do, isn't it? Just an hour a day. Um, and uh, I'd like, yeah. I, I mean, it's the Ultra Sport F Bike Home Trainer. If if they could do a 70s version for you with an ashtray on it, that would be good, wouldn't oh, it? Oh, it, it looks like a chopper. Big, big wheel of the back, little wheel of the front. <laughs> and all the controls just in the middle between your legs. <laughs> That'd be. Why, right. Let's. Peyton, that. If you listen to this, don't nick our idea. A 1970s exercise. A 70s chopper based yeah. exercise. Bike. And hipsters could get a penny black one, couldn't they? Because, you know. Yeah, all those wankers with the beards. Yeah. Yeah, wankers with. Yeah. Gyms, home gym equipment for wankers with beards. Fucking hell, what? We're sitting on a goldmine here, Tom. Yeah, if anyone nicks it, right. Do, do you know what? I might it's, edit it's this October out so the no 20, one it. It's October the 23rd, 2020. Yeah. Tom Price and myself have come up with a range of retro-inspired gym and training equipment. If you steal this idea, we'll see you in court. Thank you, mate. Perfect. I think that counts. I think you can use that for, uh, for yeah. when we see when we see the judge. Okay, good. Imagine that, a grifter from the 80s. That's a fucking great idea, Mike. BMX, 90s. Yeah. Magburn, Magburner. A BMX exercise bike. That's, oh. that's got to exist. What? Got to exist. Okay, um, what else in 2018? Everything else? Anything else we should dwell on? Oh, look at this. This is impressive. 16th of December. In fact, mm. Charlie Baker brought exactly the same product. Mm. Can you the guess? Tree. Can you guess what's the product you and Charlie Baker bought? That's exactly the same. 16th of December 2018. I'll give you a clue. It's mm. an electronic drum kit package. Any any ideas? Oh, right. My son, my son decided he wanted to play drums. Yeah. So my friend Dave Maddox is a very good drummer. He said, "Listen, mate, don't buy him a drum kit. Buy him an electric drum kit because you can, you can, you can put the earphones on, and he won't even know he's doing it." Yeah, yeah. So I bought him an electric drum kit for Christmas, and he's played it once. And <laughs> it's it happens again. It happens again and again and again. And it's now in his bedroom, and it's been in his bedroom for well, I didn't know it was that long. I thought it was last Christmas. It was the one before? Was it? Well done. It's been there for two years. Two years. And then one band <laughs> practice in inverted commas with his mate from school. And I want, to, I want to be one of those dads. I never felt particularly comfortable bringing my kid, my friends back to my parents' place. All felt, always felt a bit awkward. Right. And I wanted to be one of those cool dads that my house was an open house to my kids, right? Yeah, of course. So I said, hey, have the first practice here, mate. Yeah. Uh, how many dads? I said, as many as you like. Many, whoever's in the band, bring them over. Right. So we must have had 14 kids. I bought snacks. Oh, my. Uh, they, they brought electric guitars, Ben and his drum kit there. Oh. And they just jammed. It was terrible for about, <laughs> for about three hours, really loud. Yeah. And uh, then, like all good bands, there was a couple of falling outs, a couple of arguments. Yeah. And the drum kit went back. And that was the first and last time you ever played the drums. <laughs> 250 quid, man. I know, don't. Well, this is what's important about this this podcast. And there is something important about it, is we can look at the stuff we bought and reconsider. I mean, it's a bit miserable because it means when Christmas comes, you're going to be like, now, listen, son. Last yeah. time I bought you this, never used it, so you're not going to get him anything for Christmas. But I'm, no. I am genuinely trying to highlight how often we buy shit we don't need. Well, that was a last minute. That was a last minute as well because what had happened the, um, a, a year or two before mm. is we'd spent a fortune on the kids. Yeah, like you do when you, you spend too much on the kids. too much nonsense, isn't it? We do it as well. Yeah, and uh, basically, this, this is from me, this is from 
Nan, this is from Grandad, this is from Auntie Tracy, yeah. this is from this is, and then and then there's this huge pile of stuff from Father Christmas. Yeah. And they they went through that and loved it. And then me me and Kelly were looking at each other, my wife and I, quite chuffed with how well we'd done. Yeah. And she does most of the shopping, not me. Right. And then they turned to me and went, Ben went, And what did you and Mum get me, Dad? I went, Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so the drum kit two years ago. The drum kit two years ago. What did you do was, when you said that? Oh, wow. Well, oh, that, that over there, the Lego box. This, is, well, uh, this year, I think Father Christmas wanted to buy it all for you. So the next year, the drum kit year, that was a last minute purchase. Do you notice that was, that was fairly late yeah, on the Yeah, 16th year. of December, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I thought, shit, we haven't bought my present. And we'd already spent all the money for Father Christmas presents on the list. So that, that, was, the, that was a gift from, from me and his mum. It's interesting how you can do that, isn't it? Father Christmas... Mm. You know, once you've done all that, you forget to buy something from yourself. It's um, a great moment. What's come from you? What about you two? Because oh, you love me the most, shit. so that's got to be the biggest, <laughs> biggest present of all. Um, oh god! And then you think, well, yeah. what have I got today? What could I give them that I've got? Would you like? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have this bull worker. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Get going then. Have a set of golf clubs, full size. I <laughs> uh, don't care if you're left-handed; they're yours. Um, <laughs> All right, May 2019, there it is. Look, the workout log, the workout log is back. 629. Right, there, we go. there we are, he's back on it. Didn't use it again till this year, but... It was... oh, it's all right, it's all right. Um, I think what we're going to do now, Bubs, right? We're going to yeah. come charging into 2020, all right? As we get Let's towards the it. end of this... Uh, I can't believe it's near the end of 2020, can you believe it? I know. 2020, you've bought 156 items this year. Lockdown, mate, isn't it? Lockdown. Tenth Jeff of- Bezos must be coughing all over the place, oh, loving it. Oh, he is doing so well. 10th of January 2020, My Life, Burt Reynolds. Oh, joy. Absolutely brilliant book. Yeah. It's a follow up. Um, sorry, it's the first one he did, the first autobiography that he did. Yeah, right. Okay. The one after that, uh, which I've got on, a, on Audible and, and a, on, a, on a real book, is called uh, But Enough About Me, which is even better. But um, right. yeah, right. huge Burt Reynolds fan. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, that makes sense. That fits. You know. Yeah. That, that fits the Bubbins profile. What a life! What a life! There's yeah. a man who got taught to act by uh, Spencer Tracy. Got taught to box by Rocky Marciano. Uh, played poker with Frank Sinatra. You know, hung out with Elvis Presley. What? Just a, an amazing man. That is pretty impressive. I bet. I tell you what, mate. He'd have done a good podcast, wouldn't he? Oh, well, I'll get Burt Reynolds on there. Can you imagine Burt Reynolds' pod? Joe Rogan could suck my stump compared to Absolutely. that. Absolutely. <laughs> Couldn't he? Yes, yes. Um, I mean, one of the most fascinating purchases I've ever seen on My Mate Bought a Toaster, the 22nd of February, 2020. You spent 34p hmm. on the, uh, the TL9000. Do you know what the TL9000 is? No idea. Come on, mate. The TL9000. What is it? Please don't be a butt plug. What are you working on? I'm working on the new TL9000. Yeah, how's that improve? It's just a bit bigger than the TL8000. Uh, it's got some it? new what technology it? in it. It's a self-cling tax disc holder. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't get him. It melted in the, in the summer. We had a hot summer. Yeah. Basically just stuck to the windscreen, but not, not in a good way, in a way that couldn't come off. But why do you have your tax disc holder? No one, no one has to display their tax anymore. Because if you live in Cardiff and you've got resident per- permit parking, which I have, to, oh. it's for put my, my resident permit in. It's your resident permit holder. Not my tax disc. 34p spent on that, mate. What a waste. What do you know what? How can, 
I don't know how something could be a waste of money for 34p, but it was. <laughs> that is impressive. Um, then all of a sudden, look, Mike, you suddenly, as March comes and lockdown looms. Lockdown hits. Yeah, you're suddenly on the vitamins. You've got your vitamin D. So you'd heard the thing about vitamin D, apparently. Yes. Vitamin D. And I've been on it as well. A doctor told me to start taking it. Yeah. So apparently, it's kind of, it, it, people who've vitamin got high levels D. of vitamin D don't yeah. suffer as badly from COVID, apparently, apparently. Correct. Apparently. But if you are Correct. taking health advice from this podcast... You are barking you up. You have got wrong. other issues. Exactly. So, um, 13th of March, the TaylorMade Men's Stratus Tech Golf Glove, a two-pack there. Yeah. Lovely. Extra you and I large. both uh, golf aficionados. We do partake in a little bit of golf, I mean, we don't. I've, I've I talked a lot of gloves because I've got quite a, my grip is too tight, if anything. Oh, I, need well, to, I need to loosen mm, my grip more. Yeah, yeah. We can talk about that. That's because you've got overdeveloped muscles because of the VR headset. Yeah. That's the problem. It's the bloody cardboard. Ditch the cardboard, ditch the gloves. <laughs> Uh, a little bit of zinc there. The power of now. Love the power of now. A guide to spiritual enlightenment. What That's... a load of waste. <laughs> Mate, get lost. Get in the moment, oh, Mike. Get, get stuff. in my, the moment. My golf pro, speak, it, it would have been around the same time as the gloves because my golf pro yeah. uh, is a lovely man called John Hastings and a very, very good golf pro. He's actually sorted my game out completely. But yeah. he's a Buddhist as well. He's yeah. such a calm, lovely man. Yeah, yeah. And he just makes me feel better being with him. Right. So, so yeah. he suggested that book for me. Wonderful, wonderful. And I got it and I just thought, this is so not on my alley. The first thing it says is the past and the the, the past and the future are simply figments of your imagination. I'll suck my face. <laughs> Honestly, Mike, it just made me angry. Mike, I was perfectly uh, calm before I read it. But at least you're in the moment if you're angry. You know, you are experiencing something, you're living something, you know? Oh, yeah. And that's where you find your inner God. When That's not me at all, that stuff. I read that on a plane flying to New Zealand. Have you read it? Yeah, I read the I whole thing. I couldn't get past the first chapter. <laughs> oh, it's, it's ever so good. I'll tell you what makes it better if you're getting free what? champagne. Uh, don't get me wrong. If, only, if Yeah, that, that would be all right. You know what I mean? Because I can yeah. really enjoy the moment if yes, I'm a little bit pissed on free booze. That does yeah. help. So, um, I mean, free boost helps a lot of stuff. It really does. It really does. Uh, look at this. The um, Logitech Blue Microphone Yeti, 113 quid, May 2020. So is this when you and Ellis started your podcast? It is. I had, I had, a, I had a previously, I had a blue snowball, but it wasn't very good. Mm. So I bought the Blue Yeti, which I'm speaking into right now. Oh, nice microphone. You sound absolutely brilliant. It, you might have turned up the Welsh, though. You're sounding a bit Welsh. I don't know if you can turn that down on there. I can, there's a Welsh set on the back, yeah. I'll just change it, a cardioid, Welsh, here we go. Here you go, lovely, just, yeah. How's that, Tom, does that sound better? Bit better, yeah, that is, yeah. We might have to redo the whole podcast today, is that all right? Oh, yeah, it's not a problem. Okay. Um, well, uh, what, works. what else have we got in 2020? So, of course, so you, so you started your podcast with Ellis, tell us about that, please. It's going very well. I'm a bit jealous, actually, it's going a bit too well for my liking. Yeah, it's going very, very well, isn't it? It's, very, it's very, a lot of fun to do. So it's called the Socially Distant Sports Bar, or... At Distant Pod is the is the, uh, is the the Twitter thingy, Bob. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was going to be uh, originally a, a sports podcast doing a roundup of the week sports. And then, of course, there was no sport because it was a uh, lockdown. Mm. So Alice, James, myself, and a chap called Stefan Guerrero. Love him. Ended up doing um, a podcast about old sport. Originally, that was the idea to do old sport clips and talk about those. Mm. But because Alice and I are comedians and we've known each other for a long time we're good mates mm. it very quickly sort of spiraled into becoming probably 90 percent comedy ramble 10 mm. percent sport but it's, yeah. it's it's been a bit of a savior to be honest with you tom 
Yeah. It's been it's been a good thing to do. So, it's yeah, we, very funny. And I love the clip that was doing the rounds the other day with, uh, what was it? <laughs> Jamie Cadiger, you got to get off with someone. Yeah. What was that? Yeah. That was fucking Oh, brilliant. Ian Dowie. Ian yeah, Dowie. I, I, was, I was ruminating the fact that I would, I would get off with anybody to have a Premier League game of football. <laughs> and I, I think he said, would I, would I get off with Ian Dowie to play for Liverpool? And I said, I'd, I'd lick him all over. So <laughs> And it spiralled out of that, really. Yeah, but it's gone very well. To be honest, the way so, Liverpool's injuries are going, you've probably got a chance at the moment. So, so Well, they got hammered time. then, first game of the season. And a lot of people who follow the pod said, listen, give them a shout. Try and, yeah. you, you, you couldn't do any worse. Get in touch with the Klopp. Mm. You're not going to let six goals in here. No. no. If, I was in the back, if I was in the back four, I'd be very stingy defence, I reckon, if I was in the back four. Yeah, yeah, but you'd go and doing rugby tackles. That's the problem. you get sent yeah, off very early doors. It would happen, yeah. Uh, you've bought some uh, inspirational greeting cards, motivational quote cards. Right, that's my wife. That's she's very that un, un you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> I would rather she had her own account for this sort of shit, to be honest, because <laughs> it makes me look bad. So she bought some cards with things like "You are awesome," "Believe oh, in yourself." Now, this God, is, I guess, it's because she's a teacher and she's getting. She's a kids. teacher. Come on, mate. I'm a big believer in 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 you know she, what what she does is she's all carrot and no stick as a teacher. That's the problem. Mm. Mm. But I think that's rather nice. I think there's things yeah. like, you are amazing, follow your dream, new challenge. Oh, Imagine oh, giving these kids fuck. these cards. Bubs, you were a teacher once. What would your cards have said? Toughen up. <laughs> toughen up. Toughen up. Kind regards, Mr. Bubbins. Shut up. Toughen up. <laughs> I never hit a kid. Really? I mean, I threatened a few. <laughs> Mike Bubbins, thank you for doing My Mate Bought a Toaster. You, it's been an absolute joy to have you on. Um, how can we find you on social media, please? Uh, just at Mike Bubbins on Twitter. And you, you're at your best at about midnight, just FYI. Yeah, between midnight and 3am. Yeah, yeah, that's when it That's really... the, gold, the gold time. All the pretenses drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, it's good. It's good. It's good stuff. Uh, Bubs, thank you so much. That was absolutely brilliant. Thank you, mate. Cheers, Tom. Oh, the one and only Mike Bubbins there. Let's all call him Mike Bubbins from now on, okay? I think he'd really enjoy that. He's the sort of guy who loves a cracking social media nickname. Yeah. I can imagine him really taking to that well. Um, he's great. I love him to bits, and he's a very funny man indeed. Do check out uh, his podcast with Ellis James. Don't check it out too much. I'd rather you kept listening to this. You must keep listening to this. Do subscribe. I've got some brilliant guests coming up in the next couple of weeks. Shall I tell you? No, I'm going to keep it a secret, but there's one in particular, a guy who I worked with on a TV show years ago who has said he's going to do it, and if he does, he will be absolutely hilarious so fingers crossed touching wood um, he is going to come and do it so subscribe and new episodes will be in your uh, podcast bits and bobs uh, it drops at three o'clock every wednesday morning um so you know you could set your alarm for three to listen i wouldn't do that that's a bit crazy uh, anyway give us a follow give us a review all the bits and bobs uh, see you next time cheers bye I think Hello, my name's Beth Murray, and if you'd like to hear funny people talk about giving birth, then have I got the podcast for you. Poor Richard, he made the <laughs> schoolboy <laughs> error of standing up see the baby while I was on the operating table and I think that's really not recommended <laughs> you were scarred for life he was scarred for life in the latest series of one torn every minute a whole labour ward of new guests tell me their birth stories in hilarious and graphic detail gas and air can suck my that's one torn every minute available now on all good podcast platforms
I suppose you wouldn't do it at all, would you, if you really thought about it? Mm.